Welcome to my human design experiment. Hi, welcome back to Mystical Mac. It's Mystical Monday and much like a couple weeks ago, it does not feel very mystical. But before I get into all that, I would like to remind you that you guys can follow me on social media. I'm active on TikTok. I've been posting more on Instagram. I've got a Facebook. You can find me at Mac Guerrero. You can also check out my website, mysticalmac.com, where you can find information about my podcast, actually, which you're listening to, so I guess you don't need that. (laughs) You can find info about my tarot card readings, uh, as well as my YouTube channel. And I post uh, this podcast on my YouTube as well in a video form. So if you want to check that out, just look up Mac Guerrero or go to my website, mysticalmac.com. And you can find my daily blog on there too, which I post on every single day. And yesterday I actually posted twice, which doesn't often happen unless I'm behind a post. Um, so maybe you could just say I had a lot of feelings. <laughs> I still have a lot of feelings. Um, And of course, like, you know, check out other episodes of this podcast if you haven't already. If you're new here, thank you. Thank you for joining me. I have a nugget of, of gold here. I know I do. I just have to find it underneath all these feelings. I'm actually even a little apprehensive about talking about what I'm going to be talking about today, even though it can't really be helped for me. Like, I've never actually been dying to get in the podcast chair which really is just a chair in my closet, (laughs) I've never been dying to get here, but today I was because the one person that I wish that I could express all of this to is not ready for me to do that, and I'm not ready to do that with him, because I'm really upset right now, and I'm really kind of angry right now. And I think that there's a little bit of anger in here because if I actually embrace the entirety of how upset this makes me, I would, like, probably stay in bed all day and not move. Which, if I did, at this point, like, I wouldn't judge myself for it. But I'm going to be talking about my feelings more so than any of the actual situation because I just don't feel right discussing the actual situation when I haven't discussed it him but let's just say that there were a lot of feelings and I pushed boundaries and you know he said no and I kept pushing and that's just really really non-acceptable behavior for him and you know I pushed his boundaries I'm realizing now it had to do with me really wanting to be comforted in a moment where I was feeling so much rage and so much just pissed offness like anger doesn't even cover it and I just really wanted some comfort and you know I didn't know that that's what I wanted in that moment because I was so angry and like full of rage at something completely unrelated to him that when I went to communicate with him I took out that frustration I didn't like, I didn't yell at him. I didn't, there was nothing like that. But, like, I pushed that boundary and I pushed that boundary because those feelings just... I wanted to be comforted so badly. But I've never known how to ask for comfort when I'm angry. And I guess that was the first time that I became fully aware of that. And I'm only aware of it in hindsight. 
And so I pushed the boundaries and he kept saying no. And I kept saying, you know, I kept just pushing and And that wasn't cool. And it wasn't cool at all. And I, I know how much of a hard like boundary that is for him. And it's funny because not funny but it's interesting because my friends like you know when I told them about the situation they were like wait like they I didn't even read them the text but they asked me to read some of the text to like see if there was something explosive that happened see if I was like a raging bitch like you know what I mean like and no it it seemed like it seemed very unwarranted for him to get as angry as he did I'm not one to tell anybody that they're ever overreacting because I never want anybody to tell me I'm overreacting and because I'm aware that every situation like every person's perspective is their own and they respond respond accordingly to that perspective so just because I don't know what triggered him so much it doesn't mean that it's not there and it's not real and I shouldn't honor it so that's like beside the point but it's worth saying because he's obviously in a place where he's really feeling a lot and he doesn't get reactive often just like I don't get reactive often but him even less so than me but in his reaction to all this anger and all these feelings that he is feeling It feels like he basically did the same thing that I did to him, to me, in the sense that I let my anger and my emotions, granted in this situation, they were unrelated to him. So I let that fuel my actions in a way that I didn't become aware enough to go, hey, I actually would really I feel really angry and I don't know how to handle this and it would just make me feel really comfortable if I could just see you for even like 10 minutes you know I feel like if I had said something like that he might have still said no but it would have been way more like clear like and that way he understands where I'm coming from I'm not just like being angsty and immature you know and like pushing a boundary just because I want it now, whatever it is, and so I felt that in his anger and his rage about all of this, like, he got reactive with me, and it hurt me really badly, because I was already putting myself in a lot of pain in that moment, and you know, We were supposed to see each other the day after all of this went down. Not the part where he hurt me, but the part where I was angry at someone else and, you know, didn't know how to ask for comfort. Um, And I'm like, I'm just used to people leaving me like that. That's what I've been taught. Like, that's the core of abandonment issues, you know, and no matter how. I'm already going to say this. I think this episode is going to be longer than 15 minutes because I'm talking so slow because I can't stop crying. Um, so I assumed that because of 
what happened the night before because I messed up so badly that he wouldn't want to see me that day. And I had this feeling, I even wrote a blog post about it that day. But I didn't say anything because, like, that's not the point, you know? And if he didn't want to see me, like, I'd have to respect that. Like, what am I supposed to do? So I texted him that I'm sorry because I really was. I was feeling so terrible about myself. I was feeling so bad. I was feeling, like, but the worst part is, like, when that happens, I don't just feel terrible and bad about what I did. I feel insanely scared that he's going to leave. Like, so scared. That it tears me open as if we're breaking up. <laughs> and I feel that fear because I messed up. Because in my past, I'm the one to blame if the relationship goes wrong. It was the same with my father. It was the same with every man that I was ever with. You know, after that, up until like a couple before him. Because I've been working so much on this for so long. But when the problem is me, like when he messes up, like, and there's a rupture there, yeah, I'm like really upset because I was hurt and all that. But when it's me, not only am I really upset that I hurt him, not only am I really upset that I'm not getting what I want, which essentially is for him to hug me, I'm also really, really upset because I'm really scared that this is going to be it and it's going to be all my fault. <laughs> and so, when I'm in that emotional state, you know, I'm really fragile. But I knew that I couldn't wait to say I'm sorry. And I really wanted to say I'm sorry in person. But I had that thought. I was like, what if he doesn't want to see me? I was like, I have to say something. So I messaged him. And I said, look, I'm really sorry about last night. I, I said I wouldn't push your boundaries. And I did. And that was and that was just not right. And I'm really sorry. I, I thought I said I told him that I hope he slept well. Yeah, I did. You know, and he replied with, like, a very, like, composed, but I could still feel that he was, you know, very upset still, message saying that if he had been doing to me, meaning if I had kept pushing when he said no, if, or if he had kept pushing when I said no physically, that that would not be okay, and that he, you know, he'd be in a lot of trouble right now, and it's interesting, because I do love that analogy, that's a really great analogy, and that message that he sent me, as much as, like, I was fragile, and I, it wasn't awesome to read, you know, at the end of it, he said, you know, I just, I need time, and I don't know about tonight, as much as it sucked to read, like, it was okay, like, it actually did make me feel a little bit better, that, you know, like, it still sucked that I couldn't be with him, that I couldn't talk to him, like, talk to him that moment, like, I'm just, I feel like a lot of women are like this, we just want to talk it out and be done with it, and a lot of men are like, no, like, I have to cool off, otherwise I'm, like, literally gonna, like, not be functional, and, and, like, I appreciate that awareness, you know, but, you know, it sucked, like, and I was really upset, because, 
I had this feeling that he would want to not see me that day. And I was really, really, really looking forward to seeing him that day. Like, a lot. I I had created, I guess, expectations in my head about these couple days that we were going to spend together. and, And that's on me. You know, but it was really, really upsetting. Especially because I was hurting so much. Because I was hurting him. And also because, like I said... It's like that triple layer cake of pain where I'm upset I hurt him. I'm upset that I can't feel his comfort because I hurt him. And then I'm terrified that this is going to be it. No matter how much my mind knows that it's not, it doesn't matter. Nothing rational is going to quell my rational fear. An irrational fear that's like ingrained into every cell within me. So, you know, after that message, I tell I told him okay that I understood, and then, and then because something inside me just really wanted him to know that that I had a feeling about this. That I like that I know the gravity of the situation to the point that I had a feeling that he wouldn't want to see me that day, which is like a big deal for him to like just not want to see me. Just tell tell me like just don't come. Like I wanted him to know that I knew the gravity of my actions because I knew that that was a complete possibility. And so I sent back. Honestly, I figured as much. Have a good day. And I sent it with that intention. Like, when I read it to myself, I read it in that tone. Like, if anything, it was, like, very defeated. (laughs) Because I knew. I knew that I made my bed in that situation. And that it wasn't just this morning that he decided this. It was, like, probably last night, you know? And what I got in return is what is making me feel so sad and upset right now. Not the entirety of it, but it's just, it's like too much frosting on the triple layer of pain. Triple layer cake of pain already. He came back at me with the meanest message wasn't the meanest message but it was just angry and it was just mean and it was accusing me of being passive aggressive and and I'm not a passive aggressive person like especially not with my boyfriend especially not with the people that are like super close to me not with anyone but especially not with them like there's a zero percent chance that I'm going to be passive aggressive with them and for him to assume that it was almost like he took that assumption irrationally I'm sure it made a lot of rational sense to him in that moment, but it's like he took my track record of never being passive aggressive and decided that this was the perfect time that I was going to start. And then he came at me accusing me of being passive aggressive with a very, like when you read that message, it just feels angry and it just feels mean. 
And you know, I probably could have handled it, but it wasn't isolated in its incident. I still didn't like it. It still wasn't awesome. Like, I, it would have been so much better if he just hadn't really said anything. But he basically, like, was asking me, like, what I meant. But honestly, I figured as much have a good day. But instead of calling me, sending me a voice message being like, hey, I, like, I'm really angry right now. But, like, before I, like, go off, I just want to know what you meant. Like, know if I'm, like, blowing this out or if, like, you're really seriously, you know, being sarcastic and, like, this right now and passive-aggressive. Like, but that wasn't it. He, like, broke down how everything I said was passive-aggressive and then at the end was like, is that really what you meant? Did it make you feel better to talk to me like that? And I just lost it at that moment, like... I was already emotionally on, like, obviously not physically, I was actually talking to my roommate, my friend at that time, but emotionally speaking, after he sent me the message that we weren't going to see each other that day, the message where he, you know, broke it down, that genius analogy, and I literally, um, like, I was already emotionally on the ground in the fetal position crying. And what I'm trying to say is, like, when he came at me with that mean message, like, accusing me of being passive-aggressive, and, and basically just, like, taking out his anger on me, it felt like he was kicking me while I was already down. Like, he had already pushed me away to take his space and to take his time that's fine and it felt like he pushed me away like too far but because his message was eloquent and because his message was composed and it made sense and it wasn't like that it didn't feel like he pushed me away all 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 that far like I still felt like I could run to him if I really 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 needed to but after that really really mean message it just felt like I got kicked away to the other side of China (laughs) while I was already down on the ground whimpering and crying so I sent him some messages telling him that he took what I said completely wrong and the very last and I even sent him a screenshot of my blog post so he could get some insight into the fact that I genuinely expected that and then the last thing that I said to him was I sent him this very not very long but kind of long voice message just telling him that I cannot handle him coming at me like this right now and that I know he's angry and upset but I just wanted to apologize and right now like I'm not really one to be like I need time away before I can talk to people but like he gets like I'm not even going to say he gets really mean because I don't experience it ever really but like this side of him this like assuming everything you're doing is just a fucking pick at him thing 
not the gym and I'm upset and I'm angry and maybe now that I've like talked it out here on the podcast I would be able to talk to him and and, you know really hear out his feelings and tell him my feelings without without feeling like anger is going to dictate the conversation but before I sat in this chair I could not do that I couldn't do that because because it was really hard for me to feel bad for how he feels to be empathetic towards these feelings when he repeated what I did to him, to me the exact next day as if to take a little revenge and you know I know that wasn't his intention that's how it feels now I know in the beginning I told you there is a nugget of truth and gold here and that is that amidst this entire situation I learned something really valuable about myself that I'd never really learned before and that is when there's a rupture in my relationship and he needs to cool off and go away for a second he needs to be able to do that without also with also while also affirming to me that he that this relationship isn't over and that we will talk later and he's not going anywhere which i'm realizing he did with that first message the first long message where he told me you know that it really turned him off and like that's not the kind of behavior he's about and he needs some time and and he gave me the analogy like it wasn't as comforting as I wanted it to be, I'm sure, but it I was after reading that I was way more upset at myself and the fact that I ruined the possibility of seeing him that day than anything else. But after I let him know that I figured as much and I wished him a good day and he sent me that awful, awful, awful text. At that point, I was really upset because I felt like for every bit that he did in letting me know and reassuring me that we were okay in that first message, he just completely eradicated it in the second one. And, And I learned that if that's a pattern if when he's upset and I apologize and he's still upset he's gonna fall into this pattern of assuming that I'm acting like people in his past and then taking that out on me that that is a boundary that is not fine with me I have you cannot kick me while I'm down and expect me to listen to your feelings and to understand them and to love you 
because I don't feel loved when you do that to me. And I don't believe that he knew my emotional state. But I also wasn't trying to tell him because I knew that he was experiencing his own. And I just wanted to apologize. And in one message meant in complete matter-of-fact manner. Just completely turned that apology into what felt like an all-out attack on yours truly. But I learned. I learned that for my relationships to be successful, and I, I've seen this pattern play out before now that I'm looking in hindsight in other relationships, people have to be able to reassure me that they are not abandoning me. They just have to go for that moment. And then they go and they come back and we talk and and things work out. Yeah. It's funny when you do things, but you're never aware of what you're doing. And a lot of the times we're not aware of the things that we're doing that are not working. But this time I was aware of something that I've been doing in other relationships already that has been working. This idea of being able to let people go and cool off because somehow they're able to reassure me that that I didn't fuck up so bad that they're going to leave me forever. he can't do that for me which I know he can because he did it in that first message so it's more like if he can't hold back kicking me while I'm already down (laughs) emotionally then then I can't do that but I don't think that's the case (sighs) this was a longer episode because I really wanted to talk all this out to someone who's going to listen to it and just listen. Not that I don't have friends that can do that, I do, but they have already listened and they've given me really great advice, but I think I needed to hear this all in my own ear. And I appreciate you for listening. I want to give you something more than just the shitty experience that I had and my own realization. And what I'm going to give you is that do your best to have awareness in these moments where you feel so much. These are the moments where it's super important to self-inquire and to ask yourself, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this? What really hurt me in this situation? And you end up learning a lot. And the more you learn about yourself in those moments, the better you'll be able to help other people deal with you in those moments. And for me, that's critical because in these moments, I am... I am like a little dandelion. And you can just tap me and and my fuzzies start to blow away because I'm just that fragile. As opposed to, honestly, 95% of the time where I wouldn't call myself fragile at all. 
So it's really important for me to help the people around me deal with me when I'm like this because they're used to dealing with me when most things don't break or even phase me. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I have a feeling the next Mystical Monday will be a little bit more mystical than this one. Till next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Mystical Mac. Please be sure to subscribe for future episodes and leave me a review while you're there. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok by finding me at Mac Guerrero. Also, check out mysticalmac.com for information on my daily blog, my YouTube channel, and more. Lastly, I'd like to give a big shout out to James Thursday for doing the production of this podcast from here on out, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next week.